1: Hey everyone, this is Carrie Stevens, and I am here to conquer the
4: shout it out loudcast. That's right, Tom and Zeus are in big
3: trouble.
1: Bend over, boys. Carrie's taking over.
2: Oh boy. Here we go. Oi. <laughs> this is Jane Simmons. Put that cookie down, yes. Stop pressing the button. Star, Simmons. Star?
0: Shouting! It. It's eggs, He's not what you would call a handsome man.
2: Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay? Alright. gonna grab me a nice cold mellow
0: <laughs> Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck them. What are talking
2: about? 617 525. yes
0: settle down yellow hey what's up there kiss Army Tom and Zeus another episode of shout it out loudcast episode 228
2: quarantine tour with Chris Jericho and PJ Farley nice love these guys be a great one great one we love these guys
0: yeah, uh, another awesome conversation. Every time we have PJ and Chris on, it's always a fun conversation about Kiss, yep. different eras, and a little bit of a more of a focus on the sometimes forgotten middle Kiss non makeup era. In- yes, and yep. it's always fun to talk about
2: that. Yep, we'll get it. We'll we'll get into that uh, when we when we kind of preview the interview. But yeah, it's always a good time. This one, you guys will have a fun time listening to this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was something funny because, Tom, you had mentioned something. You go, pew. Pew, stinky
2: Frenchman? (laughs) Sorry, that's family guy. Frog you.
0: (laughs) There was a girl growing up in junior high and high school. Oh,
2: no. Here we go. We can't not talk about that. Welcome, new listeners. They would call her
1: Fish. Was a
0: little bit on the unattractive heavy side. And people <laughs> were just, what do you think? That the, the comic <laughs> game, she smelled like, <laughs> like kind of like cubes. And they would go, is, like, having a really good day and hanging out with friends. And somebody he would walk by and go, Ew, fish. <laughs> oh,
2: God, I can't. And we're freaking leave. 30 seconds into the episode and we're talking about this.
0: It was more in junior high, though I guess in high school I didn't see her that much, but I remember in junior high oh. on her. I felt bad because I knew the family. No, you didn't. I no, I did, but I mean, maybe I slipped out once or twice for me, but people would just be like, like, oh, fucking barracuda and like any kind of like seafood, they'd be like, oh, smells like fucking. Bright clams. <laughs> and, but uh, the main but, name was uh,
3: Fish. <laughs> oh, I can't. What are can we fish. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Walk in the
2: halls and well uh, we need we like... need Jeff new t shirt. Q <laughs> Fish. <laughs> that's the, that's the new shirt. Oh, oh. Fish, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I will say I like I like your neighborhood nicknames because they're all like <laughs> Ting, Cukes <laughs> Fish. They're all just one word, one. I'm gonna remember if there was more, but
0: honestly, um, she, like I remember, she was like kind of a family friend there, in... in and like I knew the older brother and stuff, like, and she was just, like, I kind of like ignored it because I didn't want to pick on it and have to run into her parents. But yeah, they would call her
2: fish. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh. oh, this is right, his podcast, podcast. So <laughs> I don't
0: know why. Oh. what did this have to do with anything? But we were kind of talking about something.
2: Jericho and PJ are probably thrilled they'd <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like sharing this and retweeting it. I mean, who the fuck are these idiots? You guys were talking to Ish.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. We're not fucking Johnny Serious Kiss podcast.
2: By the way, that's a new. That's a new Kiss podcast. It's called Johnny Serious. <laughs>
0: I've always yeah. done that, the Johnny, whatever. And it's usually Johnny Cool Balls. Um, <laughs> but
2: yeah, fucking Johnny, Johnny Serious Kiss Talk. <coughs> oh. Wait, no, hold. Now that's another great T shirt. Be like, Shout it out loudcast on the back. I'd rather be listening to Johnny <laughs> Serious. <laughs> yeah. Johnny is Serious Kiss Discussions.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, you know, they used
0: to tune down at this <laughs> level at this point, but that, <laughs> fuck it. It's exhausting running a kiss podcast. It is. It is. The personalities that we're all involved in, the listeners are fucking most of them are hilarious, but then they are
2: Yeah, but that's God. why I love that's why I love the fact that we can sit in front of a microphone once a week and just blast it all.
0: Yeah, and there was somebody I think a couple weeks back that I don't know someone wrote something to us and oh yeah, yeah, we forgot to bring that? that up. Yeah. Somebody wrote what a terrible podcast. Only people with low IQs use curse words as much as you guys do. You know what I say te- to that? I'm
2: telling you right now, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> go suck a fucking bag of hairy fucking pube infested cocks. <laughs> and go, go sp- <laughs> like spit out the pube stuck in your teeth, too. While you're fucking out of <laughs> asswipe. I- Oh, you just re- swear!
2: You talk. Let up. me just—I just, re- I, oh. I just want to rem- let me just remind everybody. Welcome, new listeners. Again, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. So we have low IQs.
0: Yeah, well, we swear, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my goodness!
2: We're not sophisticated like Johnny. Serious?
0: <laughs> no, no. Um, but remind me to uh, No I'm going to do it now um, While it's in my head uh, A while back we had talked do it now. about Have an intern to help us With a cup, a little bit of a project we had And we had a few people write into us Now I'd have to dig through all those emails And try to figure out when it was And when it happened But if anybody's interested in helping us out It's like video stuff I need some help on And uh, we call it a Shout it out loud cast intern Anybody interested in that let us know uh, we'd appreciate it. Now, let's talk about the show. Last week, we talked about Kiss on the Don Kirsten show in 77. They played three songs from rock and roll over. Uh, we did a poll. And I think we the poll was, which three song videos
2: did you like? Yeah, and it was actually one of the closest polls we've ever had. So if you use Twitter on your phone, the Twitter app, for some reason, it doesn't break per- poll results into percentage points. But if you use web-based Twitter, it does. So I Want You won the poll with 40.7% of the votes. Love Him and Leave Him came in second with 40.1. And then Hard Luck Woman came in last at 19. So pretty much a tie vote there for I Want You and Love them Leave Him. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I know you guys love that song, but. Give me a break. The video, per- the performance of Love Him, leave him just 10,000 times better.
0: Yeah, and people uh, were making a comment about, like, somebody had wrote to us, too, like, why didn't you play the clips? The clips are the songs. It's a video. It's not yeah. fucking live <clears throat> performance. Yeah. The hell am I playing the clip of a video Yeah, it's playing the actual song on the album? There's no need for that.
2: Yeah, and speaking of the video, a couple people brought up a good point that we uh, that we did not bring up last week, and that is the recording of the video's were recorded during the rock and roll over rehearsals, which coincidentally was in our neck of the woods up at Camp Curtis Guild in Redding, Massachusetts, which is also funny because growing up driving to my aunt's house who lived in Redding, Massachusetts, we used to drive by Camp Curtis Guild all the time and um Bill O'Coin, a Massachusetts guy, you know the connections there with getting some some places to in the area to rehearse when they were in this area. So yeah, that w- that we were uh, remiss in talking about the location of the of the uh the performance videos. Um, everybody really loved the love them leaving just because of the kick of the you know the what we talked about Gene and going crazy. Um, Egghog says I hate the song Hard Luck Woman, but I had a vote for it because that last reveal of Ace grinding on Paul always makes me laugh. Paul trying to look tough with his ooh face while getting a rocket ride from Uncle Ace. Beautiful. Oh, God. Yeah, you guys are the best. Um, yeah, a lot of people like this episode. I like when we talk about like these classic clips here. Matt Murphy. This was a fun episode. Bizarre to think back to the before times we didn't have access to all this. Yeah, it's true. Now everything is just YouTube or right away. Uh, Glenn Barth. As an 11-year-old, this was the hype and glory before the land of hype and glory. I remember looking in the TV guide as soon as we got to see who was on rock concert, even for reruns, appointment TV before VCRs. That is very true. Yes. Oh, and our friend Amber from uh, the UK, Amber Fiber Magic Queen, just started listening in. Good to hear that your shit is normal, Zeus, and and welcome new listeners. We love Amber. Uh, so that's some Twitter stuff. All right.
0: Over on the book of face, Jason Warden, another great episode. Not sure I feel about the show being less than an hour. I know. I think it's one of our shortest episodes we've ever done. We're just, you know, we're going along with what it comes out to be. We're not planning it. We don't stretch things out and we don't uh, shrink things to a detriment of the show. It is what it is. It's organic.
2: Yeah, it just happens. I mean, that that was the episode. It just ended and we were just like, that's it. Our new listener, uh, Jesse
0: Acacia, who I bet pe- uh, I'm probably butchering your name, Jesse. I apologize. Listening to the episode and had to let you guys know about the info about this. And he's the one I think that told us, Tom. Uh, I also uh, caught the Cancun episodes. You guys are my neck of the woods, Zeus. I'm from Arlington. And Tom, my dad is from Medford. Nice. Wow. Uh, that being said, the videos were shot at the Camp Curtis Guild National Guard Armory in Redding. Uh, From November 15th to 21st, 1976, the show was broadcast May 28th. And as we talked about it, you know, sometimes they don't know what the next single is going to be. So they put only I Want You Really, uh, Hard Luck Woman, and um, uh, Love Them, Leave Them. They probably had no idea what they were going to release or that they were going to release uh, calling Dr. Love is the next single So Right yep. John Whiteman I remember how awesome it was seeing the Love Him and Leave Him Video when Extreme Close-Up came out I started working at a factory shortly After that I worked nights and bonded quickly With a fellow hardcore kiss hard. There were a set of metal Stairs that nice. were used to cross a conveyor belt And we spent nights blaring the song And doing our best jeans Run up and down the stairs Good times Now that's, oh, that's awesome
2: Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes.
0: Over on Loudcasters, Cameron Holiday. I've always enjoyed these performances, but the fact that they're not live remind me of Midnight Special Soul Train era clips where the artists would just mime their tunes to a backing track in front of our studio audience. If you listen to the commentary in Kissology Volume 1, Gene and Paul both state that this was done similar to the live promo clips where they were used to show the fans what most recent material, especially when they weren't touring overseas. I do think I Want You as a great opener, but I think Mr. Speed or Take Me would have fared better for Paul. To Z's point about having more single-friendly songs be the ones performed, if they were really looking for singles to showcase all three singles individually, why not do Baby Driver for Pete, a song that was never known on the radio? The inclusion of A Hard luck Woman is strictly based on Beth. That's 100% right. And Gene's performance on Love and Leave him is that of a madman. You're so accurate with him finally coming alive as a demon character. Another great another great analysis, as always, fellas. Now, on to So It Goes segment. Our buddy, Josh Brown. She knows the humor we all share, guys. She loves us, though. The sodas are great. He's the one that won the sodas, the Gene Simmons sodas. Uh, Gene's Destroyer Cycle Circus costume will always be my favorite best costume of any member ever. Sorry, guys. Facts are facts. The chest plate and the spike shoulder pads literally make the guy look like he stepped out of Mad Max. The performance yep. do suffer for not being live, but to me, it's reminiscent of the old Beatles performance clips. It's still a piece of history that not many, not many people talk about, except for them. Gene steals the show, no question. Still the band trying to prove themselves as being the over-the-top band that your parents were scared of. Mm-hmm. Great job, Josh. Yep. Uh, over on Instagram, Peter75. Holy shit. I remember trying to convince people Kiss were cool as they agreed Until that Ace Paul thing Old Harley rule Never put four balls On two wheels Same goes for guitar Love the show Gotta take a shit in a box Talk to you later <laughs> What the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> Over on our YouTube Page Mr. Antonio, 2005, Everything kiss touched in 76 and 77, Turned to Gold. Thank you to Extreme Close-Up for introducing me to these three epic videos. Love Em and Leave Em was
2: absolute killer. Yes, indeed.
0: Mark Stewart, I agree with you. 99% of the songs A should have sung back in the early 70s, Colgin, Parasite, etc. However, Peter's voice on Strange Ways, amazing. It ranks up there with Black Diamond and Baby Driver. Thanos Akron, fucking amazing time of the band you definitely described it perfectly nice thank you Patrick says Ace will never be on your show after this episode hilariously relentless but show some respect for Don Kirshner he was great for rock and roll he wasn't a bozo okay Uh, I'll end it with Montreal voots okay (laughs) holy kiss tards guys less than 50 minutes and still an awesome episode. These three videos show how well managed Kiss was in 77, at a time that you alluded on the show where the raw sound and the look of the first three LPs have now evolved into the over-the-top showmanship that dominated the rock music concert scene at the time. Bill Coyne getting them on the Kirshner Show made young new music fans of that era, whose only exposure to Kiss until then was their pictures in Cream, Hit Parade or 16, or listen to Schoolmates talking about seeing them live or salivating and lining up for tickets at, to their next concert. Each video purposely showcased a different member of the band so that the pre- Kissed Hard fan, male and female, were able now to see a sexy frontman, a, raw, a raspy Rod Stewartish ballad by the drummer, and a coup de grab, demonic high-energy monster shaking his arms, face, and bass while pointing to the viewer with his tongue out. If nice. you weren't on the fence about seeing them live, this Kershner show guaranteed you were going to go. This was the band at its peak. Thanks for the laugh, boys.
2: Nice. Well said.
0: And that's why we
2: love fucking Costa. He's awesome and always on point. Tom, yep. back to you, buddy. All right. Let's bang out a couple emails here. Eric Schwink. Interesting discussion about the choice of songs picked for the Don Kershner show. Rock and Roll Over only has one big hit with Calling Dr. Love, but it's a very deep album. Outside of see you in your dreams, all the songs are pretty strong. Hell, you could put Mr. Speed, Love Em, Leave him, Baby Driver, and Take Me on Alive 2. Instead of Hard Luck Woman, I want you making love and Ladies woman, not miss a beat. So I could see why it would be hard to narrow down the three songs to feature on the show. Keep up the strong work, men. Uh, we got a great one here from our buddy Alex A.J. White. Awesome episode, guys. Those videos are one of my oldest kiss memories. I had to be about six years old, especially love them, leave them. They're fucking on fire. Love the energy, costumes, memories, and everything about it. You guys were mentioning the costumes as well. I thought I would include this picture. My late brother, David, was in a Kiss tribute band. And as soon as I can fit my fat ass into this Peter costume, I will use it for Halloween. Keep up the amazing work as always. You nail it every week and are an absolute fucking ride. And then he uh, sent us some absolutely stunning photos of the costume and it's like dead on accurate of what peter is wearing on the destroyer tour um <clears throat> rock and roll over tour in those clips so aj thank you for sharing that i know that those uh some special pictures so thanks buddy appreciate that uh jem blair we got a nice long email here so i'll run through it a little bit um love the latest episode of don kershner um i have some years on you guys i just turned 60 long in the tooth dare i say kissed hard However, I was 14 and 77 and, yes, stayed up late to see the hottest band in the world on this show. Uh, Tom, yes, the demon was unveiled for the world to see on that show. Prior to this, other than attending an actual concert, Gene's stage persona wasn't out there for the world to see. Zeus, yes, Peter Chris was decked out cool and rocking on that 77 show. Equivalent to Elvis on the 68 comeback show with his badass leather. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, that's a great email. Thank you. And then we're going to wrap up our feedback with a nice one here from our buddy, Tom Selig, who patron is, was awesome. And, and we also spent some good times with him on the kiss cruise. So his email says, thank you both. I recently took a solo road trip across Michigan and spent about 16 hours driving. I listened to you guys the entire trip. Wow. I started with all the box set disc reviews and then the TV appearances. And he says, mad TV wasn't that bad. And the latest dorm damage. Then I started from the beginning. It was like having my friends in the car with me talking shit on a regular road trip. You mentioned that we aren't there because of you. You mentioned that we aren't there because of you guys, but they're for the topic of kiss. I have to say you are wrong. Oh. It is both of you that we turn tune into here. Whether it's dorm damage, ARC, or Shout It Out Loudcast, I could relate to every story even though I'm five or six years older. The experiences are the same. First kiss exposures, the smell of those trading cards, friends that have moved on, new friends gained, the horror story of my Tiger Stadium ticket experience, the Cincinnati redemption in 1996, complete with hookers and shady cab drivers. (laughs) I am truly glad I got to meet you on the cruise last year. I sincerely hope we cross paths again and hang out a little bit more. Thanks for the laughs and the car ride with friends. Tom, you are the man. We can't thank you enough for just being a fan, a listener, a patron. Uh, We had a blast hanging out with you and meeting you on the cruise. And that email is just exactly what we want people to get out of this show. So thank you, Tom. And for that, my friend, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer.
0: Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Tom, you are the man. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate that. And uh, Tom is a Patreon member, and it's time to give a shout-out to our Patreon family. And like a broken record, Tom, we have a new Patreon member. Love it. Yeah. And that is Tim Coffee, who's the newest member, became a member of the uh, a Catman tier. And uh, I don't know if he's related to Paul Coffee of the Edmonton Oilers, but uh, <laughs> Tim, thank you so much for joining, and thank you for your um the membership and Patreon, and we know you're gonna love it. And we know that the p- people on Patreon right now do love it. It's a f- family like atmosphere. Um, we have our own little page with message boards there. They have impact on the show. They get involved. They also help us with the album review crew pick this merchandise that we give them every once in a while, we'll do some giveaways to them. Uh, We do video chats. Take a look guys. You want to be part of the show and help out and see that the show continues to grow. Help us out, go and join Patreon and uh, you can find out more about it. If you go to our awesome new website, right on the landing page, there's an app, there's a button just click right there patreon brings you right there and find out all about how you can help and support the show if you're not you can also check out the app patreon or go to patreon.com and search for us as creator put in shout out Loudcast, you'll find us and then if you can contribute to the show it's a big help to us we really appreciate it and we uh we can't thank the people that are involved with patreon enough uh, our growth is really tied to the contributions and help of Patreon. And if you want to help us out, best way to do it, join Patreon.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Special shout out this time to Tim Coffee. Thank you so much for joining the family. We appreciate it. And to everybody else, you guys rock. Uh, yeah, this month we got... Uh, a R C coming up for uh, Zeus, and then uh, in the month of July, people, it's back to uh, the uh, Patreon pick. Oh, so uh, stay, God. stay tuned. Yeah, let's go. You guys are hitting it out of the park here.
0: Woo! All right, Tom, let's move on. What's going on in
2: Kiss World? Uh, well, the tour is still rolling along. Uh, nothing really breaking news there. Um, but something kind of exciting that we kind of heard uh, some whispers about while we were in Vegas for Gene Simmons was the launch of the Gene Simmons auction website, which is really cool because we were talking about that when we were there, they had the the silent auction there with some, uh, you know, amazing uh, stuff from his collection. And uh, they've decided to create a website where everybody can participate in that. So uh, we did share the link on our social media um, and it's good. It should be live soon. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I, you know, this is one of those things. I know we always like to tease Gene about certain things, but, um, you know, if you're not interested, don't go to the website, but I, I still think it's cool that he's opened it up to the public and not making it exclusive to the people that pay for these weekend experiences. So I thought that was kind of neat.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kiss is continuing their touring. They're still over yep. in Europe. Yep. Um, and, uh, th- and that's really it. Uh, you know, every once in a while I'll hear, uh, a comment about, uh, they added a new show here and there. They added one new show, I think, too. Yeah. So apparently it's at Crandon International Raceway in Crandon, Wisconsin on September 1st. Uh, some like, I don't know, Potawatomi tribe and casinos.
2: I mean, there's another date they just had. Okay. Added. Okay. Like, good, good, good for them, I guess. I yeah. Just what the fuck? It's just it, it's getting really hard to defend them. And and I mean, it's just like you, you make this announcement and then every fucking week you're at a new shows. Like, what is it here? You know, I mean, it's I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. But yeah, another thing just to bring up, it's not really news, but just kind of some chatter that I'm seeing on a lot of the Facebook groups, including ours. Um, people people wonder what's uh, what's going on with the next off the soundboard. Uh, there hasn't been an announcement lately. I know I know. They kind of spread things out with merch. They did the Alive Three anniversary, and and that was a big deal with the picture disc and the colored vinyl and all that stuff. So, um, it, people are wondering what's going on because they've been pretty consistent with putting these out, you know, every quarter. Um, and we haven't heard anything since Hopewell Junction. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see what we'll see what's next. I don't know, but that's about it. Kind of quiet in Kiss World.
0: Okay. Well, ah, oh, gee, did you say Hopewell Junction? I remember one night I spent the year there with my best friend, Pepe Castro, while we were getting drunk and snorting glue.
3: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
2: All right, well, we're back, and uh, I had to try to explain to Ace that no one is getting quarantined again, that we're talking about the band quarantine. Guys, I don't think I could stay locked inside Lara. She keeps making me try on different socks. I got to get out of the house. I told him it's the band quarantine. It's safe to go outside again. Plus, I don't think there's any virus you can catch, Ace, that's going to affect you.
0: I won't. When I was talking to my best friend, Beppe Castro... We were trying to figure well what's going on, but eh, what are you going to do? All right. Well, Tom, enough about Ace. <laughs> um, the guys from quarantine are Back, our friends PJ Farley and Chris Jericho, uh, they are the Kiss Band with guitarist Joe McGinnis. And uh, I'm going to try it. Charlie Paradelriego and Kent Sluger on drums. We uh, were privileged to see them play when we were at Creatures Fest and they fucking blew the roof off, kicked ass. Uh, Ch- uh, Chris is a staple on our show now, and so is PJ's become a good friend as well. We just saw them in Vegas at the Gene event, and uh, they've got a couple shows coming up, guys, and they wanted to come on our show to talk about it because they know the Kiss fans like. The shout it out Loudcast podcast, Tom.
2: That's right. That's right. So uh yeah, you guys we, we get into the their tour, the the quarantine good stuff. We talk about some Vegas stuff. So uh you you guys will have a good time. PJ and Chris are awesome. Without further ado, quarantine. <laughs> well, so we got so we got we got two of the guys here from quarantine. We got our buddy Jericho. He's holding up his his I don't know what doll that is, it's terrifying.
4: <laughs> it's I it's the Paul Stanley what? animalized Oh, it's the uh, Paul Stanley Animalized doll. Dude, that's just
1: all
2: hair. That's terrible. That looks like a voodoo doll or something.
1: Well, let's 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 face it. Paul pretty much is. Oh all my hair. god, that's <laughs> fantastic.
2: Yeah, and, that, and yes, the other yeah. voice, the, the, the other voice you're hearing is the great PJ Farley. The the guys from Fozzie slash quarantine are here to uh talk shit. And uh <laughs>
4: oh, why is plenty he- of it? Why is PJ great and I'm just Jericho? Well,
2: because peop- people maybe people. Here we go know. again, Tom. We go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry,
4: because people already know. People already know. Jericho. I, are we continuing like this you know, argument? I'm supposed to. I thought like he, he called him great. He didn't even give me any superlative whatsoever. Like it's,
2: you just you,
3: you, <laughs> could, 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 you, you Jericho
4: standard. St- you need a regular, su- regular, regular Chris. <laughs> What's up, guys? Great, good man. Great. We're just ready to, We're just hanging out, uh, doing doing the press tour, for
1: yeah. the massive
4: quarant uh, quarantine tour, the quarantine tour that we're doing uh, in in June twenty uh, eighth and uh, where we 29th in Pittsburgh, thirtieth in Columbus, and the uh, J- July first in uh, Franklin, Ohio, just outside yeah. of Dayton. Of course, the greatest non makeup tribute uh, Kiss band in the world today. Yes, uh, quarantine. so we're it's actually. The last time we played was the Jericho cruise before that was at Creatures Fest when we saw you guys. Yeah. This is like our first little, little mini tour, little mini run here. So
2: tell us what, why, why a tour, why such a small tour and why in this particular part of the, of the United States? Have you seen
1: either one of our schedules? (laughs) Yes. No, I know. I know. I know
2: know. you you guys have, you guys are taking a break with Fozzie and all that stuff. So I mean, is that, is that part of the reason you're on, you're on a pause right now for Fozzie, right?
1: Yeah.
4: Well, I think, I think one of the reasons is that we love doing this and we thought, why don't we try and get, you know, a few gigs a year. And it's not just PJ and I's schedule. I mean, you got to keep in mind that Kent Slusher, our drummer, uh, is the drummer for Luke Bryan. Yep. And Luke Bryan is playing pretty much stadiums. Yeah. Uh, all year round. So his schedule is very busy and it's not even just the, the, the shows, it's the rehearsals. Like I was just in Vegas. He was right across the street at the Bridgestone Arena rehearsing and it's like an all day thing. So mm-hmm. this is different level, uh, different level of arena rock that those guys are doing. So we kind of have to keep his schedule in, in mind whenever we do anything. And then it was just, it kind of just worked out that all of us were free and able to do some shows. And as far as why we're doing them where we are. Um, I think PJ would probably answer that since he's our manager, tour manager, booking agent, and uh, press <laughs> agent.
1: Let me talk to my lawyer first. can I answer this question? <laughs> okay, so so the the real answer is yeah, it just magically happened. Uh, a, a friend of ours, uh, our buddy Nick, out in that Ohio Valley area, um, was has been reaching out to me for quite some time about booking a show. And then he's like, I might go to get another another one or another another two added on to it. And then we had pretty much this window that we're playing, that was it. That was the only time we all had to play. And we've somehow squeezed three dates into it. And uh the stars aligned and three great clubs, luckily. You know, I mean, I've been to all of them. Chris Chris and I have been to, you know, two of them. I've been to all three. And um it just one of those things, man. It was the gods saying it was time to do the, the gods, the, of, the
4: gods of non-makeup kiss brought <laughs> us all together. It was actually Joseph Kiss uh, Senior oh, yeah. who, who really brought us together, along with uh, with his assistant Abner Devereaux. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it, listen, it, we know what we're dealing with here. It's 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 a it's a party rock band playing fairly obscure. Kiss tunes from the fairly 80s. obscure. Fairly obscure. Our, our demographic <laughs> is quite small, but um, it, but you know, like Columbus and uh, Pittsburgh and Dayton, Ohio, which is where Franklin is. JD Legends. This, this is Kiss. Uh, you know, the, the 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 Kiss most popular areas. Like yeah. this is the the Kiss country. So, I think that's another reason why, to me, it made sense. I think if we're doing like Los Angeles or Texas or something like that, but these places. As far as I know, I think they might have even recorded a live three in some of these cities, you know, Columbus, <laughs> Ohio and that sort of yep. a thing. Dayton, so Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Right. So, I mean, why not? Listen, we love playing with each other. I think oh. the whole concept of quarantine started. Um, yeah, there's no assholes in this band, <laughs> unlike your podcast, Tom.
2: Well, hey, um, whoa. Hey, yeah,
4: whoa. <laughs> I wasn't accusing you of being an asshole. (laughs) Oh, oh,
0: oh, so it's me. We're starting (laughs) this up again. Thanks a lot. That's all right.
4: right. Go Go ahead. We we love playing together uh, during the pandemic when this started. I I know you've had us all on your show before. Yeah. You know, musicians like playing and like playing with other musicians. And during the pandemic, no one really knew what the hell was going on. So um, we just started doing these kiss covers basically for fun. I mean, we told it before, we had a top 20 single with No, 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 which is the highest-charting single from Crazy Nights ever, much yep. to Paul's chagrin. And I hadn't even <laughs> met Joe McGinnis yet, our guitar player. you know. So we, this was really uh, conceived during the lockdown, and as a result, we thought, let's take one of the few positives from that era and continue going. Why not? We still love playing. We're still going to release another single. We now have two top-20 singles. Silver Spoon went... 20 as well 22 or 21 or something. So it's just fun for us to do and it's a great hang and it's, it gives us a chance to see our friends and play some really fun music.
2: Yeah, Spotify has the your, the the Heart of Chrome, no no no, Silver Spoon Loves a Deadly Weapon. So that's that's not fairly obscure. That's obscure. That's deep. <laughs> so but obviously obviously when you guys are performing like when you did at Creatures Fest, um you dip into like all all other non-makeup stuff, obviously not just that, but on this tour this this quick hit tour any anything new uh, uh, is there a new single coming like a new recording or anything i know you guys have been busy with fozzy and the crews and everything is there anything like a formal single that you might be c- coming out with so, i know you can't really tell us exactly here what it might be but
1: we yeah we have we go ahead beach. we do have something pretty much just about finished okay um whether we play it or not <laughs> is to be to be discussed um but yeah,
4: it, it basically PG's which, being nice. It, they're finished theirs. I haven't sang anything on it yet because <laughs> uh, a, we okay. okay. super busy. B, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I, as you guys know, I had the um the uh, vocal injury last year where I bruised yes. my larynx.
2: That's right. And yes. So yes. I'm
4: just getting back to where I can sing those notes because, as we know, both Paul and Gene sing very high. Mm-hmm. In the, in in the '80s, like mm-hmm. Gene as well. Like he, I've really gotten a lot of respect now for Gene Simmons as a player and as a singer in the '80s from from delving into some of these songs. So I, I couldn't really record anything. Um, so now I, I'm getting to the point where I can. So we do have the next song picked. Uh, we started with a Gene, then we did a Paul, then we did a Gene, then we did a Paul. So that tells you what we're going to do. And it's Little Caesar by Eric Carr. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'd probably, I'd sure walk. aren't. So yeah, we we have a Gene song ready to go. Uh, we're not telling anybody what it is yet, but it's not it's not hard to figure out which one it's going to be with the pattern that we go back and forth as far as who sang it. Um, is it going to be yeah. dance?
2: Is is it going to be dance all over your face? It's actually <laughs> a good call, but it's not that one. It's okay. not that one. And of the course. thing
4: is, what we'll do is we'll do the same thing we did before. We'll release it to radio. Now, when yep. you get into into rock radio, there's modern rock, which is where Fozzy lives. That's where your Shinedowns yeah. and Five Finger Death Punch and you know hailstorm and foo fighters, whatever, or live in that world. There's also a whole other world of secondary markets, your Sioux Sioux City, Iowa, and your you know Poughkeepsie's and those type of places. They have a chart as well. in all fairness, those are the charts where no no, no, and Silver spoon did really well, right. but that's okay. it still counts. it's still a chart. Um, yeah. as a matter of fact, I still have a a, a plaque. <laughs> nice somewhere somewhere amongst all the plaques yeah somewhere amongst all the plaques but so we so there's still it's weird because there's a market for 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 this stuff um like for example no 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 when we did that people were like is this is this Him and smile era David Lee Roth like what is this mm. you know wow and and because it is really just batshit crazy if you're oh, yeah. not if you're not a kiss phantom I mean, you guys know. Yep. this stuff is really weird, right? loves a deadly weapon. There's a part in that song. It's kind of a weird backbeat towards the end where it goes back.
1: It's a mistake. It's that it's definitely a mistake that they caught and they worked around. It is.
4: I think they just reversed the beat or whatever it was. Well, anyways, if it was a mistake, it's like, we can't create, recreate it. We just left out. There's a part in thou shall not that we have to just leave out. Cause it's too hard. These are not easy songs to play. So that's another thing about this band. It's a great rock and roll band because we're not just playing "Lick It Up" and "Heaven's on Fire," which are great tunes. We're playing mm-hmm. some of these songs that are very uh, rhythmically weird, shall oh, we say? Totally, yeah. I mean, like you said, "No, No,
2: No" and "Loves a Deadly Weapon." Yikes, that's 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 tough.
1: Yeah, and "Thou sh- Thou Shall Not" is is easy in the sense of the the riff and the and the you know the progression and everything, but it's the form that trips you up. It's, it's something as simple as adding. Another turnaround of the same turnaround. Once you know, in the beginning of the song, it goes once, then it goes twice, then then there's a pause. It's like certain little idiosyncrasies that separate it from a stock rock tune.
0: Mm. Now, right. is this a test for you guys? Hey, we got a chance here. We're gonna do three uh three um uh concerts here, and then maybe next year we'll have a little bit of a break in our schedule. We can get together. And uh, maybe we hit the, the Northeast or the West coast. Is this something that you guys are looking to see if you can fit in the future so that quarantine will kind of be your side gig. You can do it every once in a while.
1: I mean, I think it's definitely going to have to be the side side piece. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. will, you know I yeah. mean? It's like just, you know, it's um. look, we have no idea how the turnouts are going to be, what the reaction is going to be. This is really our first uh, venture into the public format, you know, Mm -hmm. a a forum, if you will. We've done Chris's house twice. We've done his cruise twice. We've, we did Creatures Fest, but that was an event that was a kiss event that was, you know, it's not like we were just doing a hard ticket club show or something. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of uncharted waters for us. And so, yeah, in a sense, it's a, not a test but it'll be interesting to see how many fucking people really care about (laughs) the 80s kids tribute (laughs) pants. you know
4: you know and and like you said like I I think there's never probably going to be a time when we do you know a, a two week tour and all this other stuff but I think I think a three show weekend in the right area could be a lot of fun. And I think it could really work. I mean, Fozzie, you know, we're not Kiss, but we're getting pretty fucking big at this point where it's tour buses and there's places are pretty packed and all that sort of thing. I think it's going to be fun to kind of just take it back down to basics and get in a van or whatever PJ's booked. I, you know, I'll usually take a helicopter, at least I think that's what he's booked before. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it, it. I think that it really boils down to just having a good time and having some fun with it. And like we loved playing Creatures Fest. I wish there was another one of those this oh, yeah. year. Oh, totally. yeah. yeah. How much yep. fun that was. And you're know, doing the the uh, uncensored, animalized raps verbatim. Like, I can't do those outside of a KISS world <laughs> because <laughs> someone will film that and I'll get canceled the next day. Yeah. So I got to right. be careful with that. But you know, man, like I think KISS always talks about having fun and loving rock and roll. And just playing, you know, having a good time with your friends and you know what they talk about. That's kind of what this is because Kent's got a gig. Joe's got a great gig. He's got a great full-time gig. Charlie's got, I think, a million subscribers on YouTube. You know, he's making some cash. PJ's in so many bands. He's always working. And obviously, I have a busy schedule as well. So we're not doing this to get rich. We're doing this to have fun with the boys. Yeah. Play some music that we don't usually get a chance to play. You know, I'm back to the place where I can sing these songs, you know, the way they should be sung. And, you know, it just makes us better musicians. I think like we're talking about playing with Kent. He's just different level. He's a Nashville guy. Right. Yeah. And Nashville guys, all those fucking dudes are killer players. They're all head cutters. He's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So just playing with him and I see if PJ agrees, it just makes me a better musician. Right. Like absolutely different level. So when you have, know, when thing. you
0: are on the cruise though, and you have to replace him with Joey Casada, <laughs> does that mean he goes on the opposite <laughs> level? Like everybody's playing goes down.
1: Look, well, jo- jo- Joey's the one that came up with the most amount of money to play for play with us. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
4: he won Joey the auction. He's a buy on drummer.
1: Yeah. His, his, his check was good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I mean, I think, you know, obviously when Kent couldn't make the cruise, yeah. I still want to do it because I don't know how many gigs we're going to have over the course of a year. And I love Joe. He's a great player. And obviously he loves, he loves this era of kiss. He did a great job. He's a great singer. Uh, We actually even discussed doing a little bit of like an almond brothers thing and having two drummers. Oh, Oh shit. Yeah. Which would be really cool. The only problem is these stages we're playing are probably small. I know jurgles is too small for two drum sets and it's not something you just do without rehearsing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is something that I would consider doing at some point just for the spectacle of it, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah.
4: Um. I mean, that's another reason why I love having Charlie in our band, Charlie and J- Charlie Parra and Joe McGinnis is that we have two shredder guitar players oh my God, yes. in our band, right? Yeah. Like Incredible. Bruce Kulick's band is great, but the, but they don't have two shredders. It's Bruce right. and the, you know us. Like we can mess with it a bit, like Silver Spoon. There's a big jam at the end and trading solos and all that sort of thing. And I just think it, it gives us a little bit of a different element. Like Bruce, you can't compete with Bruce Kulick's band. I mean Fitz and Kearns and you know Zach Throne or whoever yeah, they have. Great. Awesome. What we bring to the table is the pompousness of Kiss at that time. We yeah. bring to the table like Kiss. You know, there's always, we always have bras and panties being thrown on stage. <laughs> like that's, you know, is it a plant? I don't know. Were they plants on the animalized tour? Because I see that front <laughs> row and they're all, it's the wolf man and all these buddies. So Someone's throwing those fucking things on stage. Who cares? Right. So we've got that element to it. And just the fun and the, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a little bit more a show of a, a show. You know, we're not the musos that Bruce's band is. And obviously Bruce is one of the greatest guitar players of all time. We bring, the show business aspect, the fun, almost in a lot of ways, the campiness and cheesiness that kiss always had during that time frame. But yeah. the wink though,
0: you get it. And we're all the listeners, the band, we're all in on the joke. We're yeah. all in on that. And that's what makes it even more fun. It's like reliving the eighties now as a right. older, not as yeah. a young kid anymore and laughing a little bit with it, but loving the music. It's a lot. Look, we saw you guys at, uh, at Creatures Fest I-, I can't tell you guys how much fun We had like the energy oh, Seeing awesome. you guys live And mm-hmm. Chris Hammond it up there and we're like that's our Friend up there and you're going <laughs> nuts You got all like you didn't tell us like Fucking panties are going to go out You didn't tell us that you were going to do those raps We had no idea yeah. And then yeah. Friends of ours that were there They're like holy shit Like yeah. you guys really tore it up because no one knew what they were going to get From you guys and I feel like if I know you, you got something up your sleeve that something's going to happen at these concerts. They're going to be fucking kick ass. So people should line up in that era. If you're lucky to be out in the Midwest, fucking check it out, man. Check it out.
4: Well, it's, Pete, it's Pete, a good. It, it's Pete, like you said, go ahead, Chris. I'm just saying you got to be careful with that because obviously at Creatures Fest, you can get away with all the stuff that Paul used to get. If you listen to those things out of context, oh, yeah. somebody just walks in the door, it jurgles you know, <laughs> just on a Friday night or whatever it is, just to see a band and hears me talking about this nurse had the biggest tits he's ever seen. Next one, <laughs> next one, next one. They're, they're going to be filming it. It's going to be on the front page of TMZ. Jericho's misogynistic, yeah, you know, well, chauvinistic yeah. rap. Yep. Nurse has big tits, news at four.
1: <laughs> PS sold-out shows.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well, well, PJ, okay, that kind of leads me to my next question because you kind of brought it up and you hinted at it. Do you have expectations for for these crowds, for for like what you're getting yourself into? Because like when you came to Creatures Fest, that was a captive audience. That was a kiss crowd. When you're on the Jericho cruise, that's a Jericho crowd these are like it, you're not on your home turf anymore. This is kind of like a neutral site. So what are your expectations? Are you just going to go and just go balls out and do your set list and just, and just say, who's ever there, we're going to have a blast. Or do you guys have anything in mind about what to expect? Like crowd involvement, song recognition, et cetera. Or maybe this is just some people that are like, Hey, let's go see a show tonight.
1: Um, All of the above. No, I, I yeah. think that yeah. we, we don't know what to expect people wise. And I think, that kind of alleviates some pressure. Like we're yeah. promoting it. We really want people to come out. We want mm-hmm. the we're calling on the Kiss Army yep. to come out and just celebrate. Have fun with us. You know, it's you're not gonna get to see it often. So just come celebrate 80s kiss and just have a good time. Let's, I, I think, you know, let, I, let's rock them all all night. And yep. I
4: think I think it's even more than just celebrate 80s kiss. I mean, it's just party music, right? So I think even if you don't know like All the songs that we do and release as singles, we kind of have a little bit of a a rule. Uh, We try not to release, and we haven't, any song that was actually a single from that Mm -hmm. era, Mm -hmm. and definitely not one that had a video for it. So Mm -hmm. those are kind of our ground rules. But when we play live, we do... Heavens on fire. We yep. do Lick It Up. We do Who Wants to Be Lonely. We do Domino. There are big hits all night, you know, if you want to call that a hit. We do songs that you would know. And I'm, listen, anytime I do a project like this, I don't do it for non makeup kiss fans. I do it for everybody. Anybody that walks through the door, oh, yeah if you know kiss <laughs> or not, who gives a shit? You got a bunch of dudes that are going to be shredding, having a great time playing music that even if you don't know the songs i mean how could you not like you know heart of chrome if you hear it and the solos and all that sort of stuff so like pj said we don't know who's gonna show up i don't know what the (laughs) fuck's got my my record for a gig is seven what's your record pj (laughs)
1: uh significantly less okay so you
4: i'm seven pj's less (laughs) than seven so um you know if we get more than seven, then it's a, a bigger gig than I did, you know, in, in Windsor, Ontario with Fozzie um, or, Rim- <laughs> or Rimby, Alberta with my fir- one of my first wrestling matches. So, um, you know, like I said, we understand. Listen, you know, PJ and I have have a gold record on our wall. Uh, Kent plays stadiums. Uh, you know, Charlie's got a million subscribers. Joe has sold out shows of his own that he plays. So yeah. we understand this is not the make or break of our career. I honestly oh, yeah. don't give a shit. I'm just going to have a fucking great time. Cause I get to pretend I'm Paul Stanley. Like, you know what I mean? Like seriously, like I always pretend yeah. I'm Paul Stanley anyways, but this time I actually get to be Paul Stanley on stage. So uh, I think from that standpoint, I think it's going to be a blast and we all know this. And I think anybody that, that has tickets for the shows knows what to expect. And if they don't, it's like, okay, it's Jericho or we know PJ or whatever, you yeah. know, it's going to be a good time. We don't do anything that sucks and we don't do anything. That's not fun.
0: Yeah, I've never known you to do anything half assed Anything you do is just full balls on. So one of the things I wanted to bring up is, we had a whole episode on it, uh, and that is the night with Gene. Awesome.
4: And I can't
0: let you guys go. No, no, I was talking going about this. <laughs> so <laughs> there we are, and I don't remember if it's your buddy um, Red Cup, or Fitz? Bre- or 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 Bruce. Or somebody that just said to me, it was like we're talking about your name got brought up to us, and we're like, yeah, 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 and they're like, you know, he's here in town. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, he's in Vegas. And they just had a show. He, I couldn't go. They invited me, so I don't know if it was was it Bruce that told us with his wife. I think it
2: was Bruce because I think right after Bruce, yeah. we, I'm like, I'm, ta- I'm texting Chris right now. I'm texting. Yeah. Him. And like, we like sent hey, you a text. And what was his? And what was his response when
4: we said, are you, are you "Oh, Vegas? that's
2: stupid. I wouldn't be." He goes, "That's there. stupid. I'm not going to that."
0: And five I minutes said, later, who shows no on? way missing, he's not
2: like,
4: here. You're missing a big part of the story. Go you texted me and said, Hey, are you in Vegas? We're at the Gene Simmons uh function. Yes. And I said, Yeah, I'm in Vegas, but there's no way I'd go to that stupid Gene Simmons <laughs> function. It's a waste of time and money. <laughs> Meanwhile, I text that to you as PJ and I and Red Cup were in the we in the ta- taxi going to the Rio. Well, Chris,
2: it's it's funny because when 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 you sent that text, I remember I looked at Zeus. We looked at each other and we both said, "He's coming." Yeah, there's, there's no way he There's no way he There's no way. That, there's no way he would ever say that that this is that that's his way of saying uh, that's his curveball. And then we so, look
0: up and there you are, you and TJ, <laughs> both at Gene's table.
4: <laughs> so what happened what happened was um earlier in the week or whatever, Fitz, who I grew up with in Winnipeg, yep. was saying like, "Oh yeah, we'd love to come to your show, but we got this Gene Simmons weekend. Sorry, we won't be able to see you." And I remember thinking, like, you know, I know Gene Simmons too, motherfucker. <laughs> really, you're not going to see me? Phone out, email Gene Simmons. Hey, dude, I'm in town. Here's you got a function. I'd love to stop by and say hi, or you can introduce me to your uh, guests or whatever. Five minutes later, five. <laughs> yep. Ten fifty three. Ten fifty eight. I would love to have you at my function. <laughs> this is my assistant Jennifer. This is a number. Please let Chris uh, have all the information. We'll see you there. Looking forward to it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck you, Fitz. Wait and see what happens. <laughs> so so uh, we had our gig, which was great at the Hard Rock uh, in Vegas. And then and then PJ and Jeff, Red Cup, Jeff and I just went over. And I'm I'm just bugging Fitz. I'm just saying. But yeah. seriously, when he was like, yeah, we're at this Gene thing. I'm like, uh, hello. I'm allowed to go, too, because <laughs> Bruce Kulik said the same. We've got this Gene thing, okay. And I was yeah. like. I know Gene. I'm going to tell Gene that I'm going to be there. And so what happened the moment we
1: walked in, PJ, and saw Gene? First, well, first thing he did was uh, bury you in one of his <laughs> guests. <laughs> hey, this is Chris Jericho. And then. He didn't bury him. Right,
4: how did he right bury him? He said, Chris Jericho, look how handsome he is. Look at her. He made the look, chick stand up. We made the
1: chick, and when she stood up, it was all this. Yeah. Yeah maybe maybe she buried you <laughs> <laughs> But what did he say though um, well which part he's like you know well he actually was really cool because he was answering somebody's question saying you know why are you doing this you know what, what, what do you get out of it and he's like he had a really sincere answer for it and he's like you know well look I have all my friends my whole life I'm surrounded by people like and he points to Chris you know flying around in private jets and fancy hotels he's like I can't have my entire life like that. You know, he's like, i come here to do this and sit with you guys and, you know, give you special rare things that I know you would enjoy. Cause it's something that look like he's got all the rare stuff. He does not need, you know, uh,
4: Yeah, his point, his, point, his point was basically, you can't live in the clouds all the time and talk about private jets and hang out with other people who, yep. you know, headline shows or whatever. It's like, I like to just talk to people and find out what they do. And that's, that's good for me to be able to do that. It was actually really cool when when we came yeah. in there because he was always, he's always very gracious he's he's, he's yep. always as you guys know he's a great guy and I was really impressed because he worked that room oh, for yeah. hours and Incredible. hours and hours it was hours. like a guys- wedding
0: reception like the married couple going around to yes. every yes. table yeah
4: and I just and told my three wife three nights this, in a row. Yeah. yeah, I just told my wife this the other day. I took her to see Shania Twain, and I, I got yes, like a yeah. you know a backstage meet and greet thing. She could not have given a fucking shit. Couldn't <laughs> care less. Really? <laughs> it was under the it was under the auspices of her of her charity too. So yeah. let's I don't remember it was. Let's say it was five grand. Meet Shania. Yeah. Do this. Do that. Do that. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she was. Fucking stone face bitch. And I know. Wow. Like, dude, I'm not Shania. Actually, no, fuck her. I'm way bigger than she is. Go fuck ass, <laughs> <her>, Shania <laughs> Twain. I got way more fans in the world than you do. And just watching her, how she reacted, I was like, that's bad business. A, wow. it's just bad if these are your hardcore fans. And B, you're doing this under the auspices of your charity. Yeah. And not even, not even caring, whatever. That's besides the point. Gene, on the other hand, if it did it cost you guys like five grand or whatever it was to do it, it yeah, was a for lot. The two of us. Yeah. 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 It was a lot. It was a, <laughs> it was a lot. It's a big chunk of change. But let me ask you guys this. Did you get your money's worth? Oh, honest? without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, we would
0: have paid more. And having it, known it, it, what without, the experience was,
4: yeah. it was. It was incredible. Author. Incredible. Well, I, yep. I was so impressed with how he, he talked to everybody and 15 yep. minutes with every person and all the stuff that you got. And, and just it, like I was like, that's how you do it. Yeah. People it, bag on Gene. He always cares about his money or whatever. He's got the best line. If I work at a, if if you want to buy a Lamborghini, and you complain how much it costs, don't buy the Lamborghini. He knows right. it costs money, but he gave you your money's worth. I don't have a problem with that. You know, I yeah. agree.
1: He definitely. And, I he, agree. He, you know, he's you know at his age, and he did it three nights in a row. And here we were. It was probably 12, 31 o'clock or something like that. I was like leaving I had to go make bus call and "Yeah, like, we know all right I'm li- I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. I got to get out of here. I le- I left 20 minutes after that. He was still there talking, so he couldn't get out of there. He couldn't stop talking he, and he, telling telling trickster jokes. Yes. You got
4: you guys filmed the trickster joke, which was hilarious. Yes. By the way, yes. Was and oh I was,
1: my uh, God. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, I couldn't put it up.
4: What is I, it? What, what what did the cheerleader say after she blew the whole football team and he drinks a thing of water and he goes, thank you very much. As the water I, love you <laughs> goes, I love you guys. I love you guys. I, I love you guys.
0: <laughs> Chris. He was cr- holding... Cr- yeah, he was holding court. Oh, yeah, real late to like one o'clock, and just talking to people, like you know what I mean. And it was funny because us were like, Oh, look, there's uh, Todd, there's Chris, there's this, and then you guys are like, There's Gene, and you yep. guys like he's he's got your attention. He but he does have that charisma to to make you feel like he's interested in what you're saying that connection oh, yeah. the look but at
4: you in the eye looking the at you me, yeah. yeah yes but the real the, Amazing. real the real big stars i've found for me are always that way mm. i mean you know who else is a genius it is great laura's is, is so so engaging like he looks in your eye asks yep. you questions and listens to what you're saying mm-hmm. that, i mean there's no reason not to be that way right yeah and with and with gene like the thing with him um, you know, I've been in his house. I've been in his hotel room. We had dinner together. We did a thing about the big giant vault. We we did a thing in his kiss museum at his home. I know him. He and yeah. he knows. He knows. And I heard you wrote a book with the Gene Simmons principle. And always look like a star. And I'm like, fuck, you told me that. You know, I remember yeah. when you told me that. He follows me. Um, so I I knew that when when I reached out to him that he he would say cool. But the way that he did it was so over the top, fucking cool.
2: Yeah, You know, and I was like, I agree.
4: Yeah. You know, never meet your heroes or whatever. Like, dude, that's, Gene is just a really cool guy who became very successful, but never forgets that other people want to know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it doesn't, it doesn't look at him like, oh, stupid marks or stupid fans or whatever. It's more like, these are cool people (laughs) who just happen to, you know, have, have, have a different job than I do. And I've always found that once you break down the fact that it's, oh my God, it's it's Paul Stanley or, oh my God, it's, you know, freaking Howie Mandel or whoever. Once you break that away, it's just a dude who's got a cool job. Yeah. Well, like, you, it, it, yeah side, become friends, you know?
2: Yeah. It's like when, when we did like the official meet and greet as part of the weekend, um he dedicates, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. in it's not just like, hi, what's your name? Like, He's like putting his arm around us. He's giving us headlocks. Like he's making he's faces. Hamming he's, it he's up like, with the phone. He's like hamming it up. Yeah. He's telling jokes. Like he's he. And I'm like, like this has been my personal hero since I was five years old. Like right. this is the guy like, and to sit there and have him just put his arm around you and tell jokes and shoot the shit and smile and make faces and goof. It's just like you said, people always say you never meet your heroes. It's just, it was, it was, it's incredible.
0: But I'll give you one thing, Chris, I'll, I'll, uh I'll actually compliment you very much because I, I'll tell you, our friend Steve Wright, he's, he has a podcast called Potter Than Hell. He's met you, said the exact same thing. He yep. met you at some, I don't know, years ago. And he said, you know, just saying, hi, I'm Steve and this and that. And he was talking to you about music or something else. He said a, a couple of times, like, you know, five, 10 minutes later, you walk away. and You're like, all right, Steve, thank you he's like yeah. the guy remembers my name he, yeah. he listened to me and when we met you for the first time we met you at aew's um in boston event. it was like the second show ever in lowell yeah
4: tony's I, birthday I said
0: this, yeah uh, yeah i said that we were talking about They're like chris was asking us like what part of kiss did you like like where did you like how did when did you get into kiss what yeah. kind of like what in your podcast what do you got like what the fuck is this guy asking give it a fuck what we're saying but yep. you do that. And I think, I don't know, maybe you're telling me you you learned that from Gene or somebody else, but people like that translate. And that's why mm. you guys are successful. Uh, I think it works. I think it's genuine. I think people, it endears you to your fans and listeners that you actually it, give a shit.
4: But it goes yep. back to what we were talking about. Like, I have been, became friends with so many KISS podcasters because I fucking love KISS, like a yeah. lot of Thunder Guys great friends of mine. Yep. Yep. You guys, great friends of mine, yep. uh, you know, Branvold and, and and Tom and those guys at three sides. And there was one that came out of Edmonton called mystery, Kistory history, Sides. Oh, those guys are great. Three, great guys. <laughs> those yeah. guys are great. Those guys are great. And it's like, how could you not become friends when all you want to talk about is kiss? I mean, yep. like, right. like, like PJ and I did Eddie trunk the other day. And the three of us afterwards, like we could talk about kiss, all day long. And that goes for, yep. you know, John five or fucking That's so how Kent, Kent and I became friends long before quarantine because he loves eighties kiss. Like there's just mm-hmm. a certain element to it, you know? And, and I think Dio, Ronnie James Dio said this to me once we opened for motorhead at mm-hmm. the Wiltern theater in LA wow. and not an easy gig, by the way, <laughs> opening for <laughs> motorhead. Oh, yeah, I'm well, sure. It's another story in itself. It ended up being good. And, and uh, Ronnie was there I can't even call him Ronnie. Dio was there. And uh, afterwards I saw him outside uh, signing autographs for all these fans. And it wasn't even his gig, right? And I just said, Dio, that's fucking really cool, man, that that you're signing autographs. It's not even your show. And he said, Chris, let me tell you this. They'll never forget it. No, you'll never remember it, but they'll never forget it. Always give people their moment. Mm. And it's such a – I talk to people all the time that have no – I have no recollection of meeting. I'm sure PJ does as well that say, I remember I met you at this, this, and other side of the coin. There's people that I've met that have no You think if I ever saw Keith Richards again, say, I say, remember meeting him at Jimmy Fallon, he might, but he probably wouldn't, but still I'll never forget the 15 minutes that Keith Richards and I were fucking best friends, man. Like Imagine. you don't forget yeah.
1: that shit, you know? Yep. Yep. And isn't it even better when you get a good review? Like, Oh man, I met you 15 years ago, man. And you always go, and you go, and you were so fucking cool, man. You were so cool. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, but even even still, even
2: like I, I mean, I, we thank thankfully we're we're lucky enough that we had known you guys going into this. But last year we saw the Fozzie show up at Wally's in Hampton. Yeah, and what did we do after? We hung out together and we did an episode. We talked about our tournament, our March Madness tournament. Yeah, yeah. And it was just nerding out <laughs> until like three o'clock in the morning, talking about Kiss,
4: and you know it was great. But see, who who else have we? Have you guys got to talk? You got to talk to Bruce Kulick. He's part of your universe now. Yep. Ch- Charlie, Charlie Benanti, <laughs> and the uh, and the four of us are on a group text. Yeah, that's right. That, that's yep. that's what a band like Kiss like. Did you ever think when you started this that someday we'll do a show with Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, and fucking Charlie Benanti about Godfather versus Goodfellas? Exactly.
2: No, hundred percent <laughs> right. Zeus and I, we say that all the time. It's true. We just had um,
0: uh, Russell Peters on. The Canadian com- a comedian. I saw it. Right? I heard that. Yeah. Before, so yeah. I him, yeah. So we had Russell on. I mean, we were like, all right, Russell. Thanks. He's like, why, why, where are we going? I want to talk more about kiss. Yeah. When I come back <laughs> on with you guys, like the, it's like, the it's kiss like a safe is one of those things. Like, yeah. and people have their careers and any type of entertainment. Like they want that release because they don't have all those kiss buddies sometimes, but they want to geek out about kiss and it works. People are really like it's something about Kiss
4: that yeah. just
0: it's there's, very
4: different. There's a childhood element to it, there's a u- yes. uniqueness to it. I've always said that Kiss fans, Star Wars fans, and wrestling fans are all very similar. In I that echo they, that every time they, on will, show. they will support everything, they will also complain about everything yeah, exactly <laughs> yes talking <laughs> bitch fast the worst <clears throat> yeah.
2: chris let me ask there. you t- let me let me ask you talking about gene is um is is gene i'm sure he's aware but have you talked to him about the quarantine project with gene at all
4: yes um we have as a matter of fact every single one i've sent to uh the guys i sent no 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 to gene Okay. Who gave it a smile and a thumbs up? Okay. He's, he's just is going to tell you what what Paul said about it. Oh God!
1: Sorry, bad Van Halen. No way. Yeah, bad <laughs> Van Halen. Almighty. Why he's why? Oh <laughs> then,
4: then we send him "Heart of Chrome." Loves he it. Loved- it's the best. Okay. And we do "Loves a Deadly Weapon." I didn't send them what to Paul. I sent to Gene. Same thing. And then when we did "Silver Spoon," Paul was super complimentary of it, wasn't he, PJ? I, the, yeah. He actually gave us more than an emoji or something. He actually wrote like, "You guys sound great. Mm. Uh, guitar sounds great, or vocal sounds great." It was actually really a really complimentary yeah. piece. We actually used it um, mm. as a quote for when the single was out to get nice. you know, Paul Stanley says nice. Right?
0: Well, so far an so, awesome song. The only uh, yeah, thing I'm wondering is I thought that Paul would probably, cause I, you know, Paul, he, if it's past, it, like what he doesn't want to talk about, he doesn't talk about it. So I'm surprised mm-hmm. that he liked silver spoon because that era,
4: See, he doesn't promote it all. He doesn't promote it, but, but dude, I've, I've talked to him so many times about eighties kiss. He knows where I stand. Um, he's been on talk as Jericho. Malt, we did be revenge. Yeah. Uh, review. Um, I know we did the solo albums. I know we did kiss alive, but even just the first time he's been on talk as Jericho, I think five times. He, he he really, he loves that era. It's just that they don't promote that era. So he doesn't quite talk about it. But if you mention Desmond child, he always talks with Desmond child. I love Desmond. Desmond's great, whatever. Like if you say like, you make me rock hard's not awesome. He'd be like, what do you mean? It's fucking totally awesome. I'd be like, oh uh, yeah, it's totally awesome, Paul. Like he, he loves that air and appreciates it. I just think there might be a little bit of, um, uh, still a little bit of a, not animosity, but a little bit of a, of a glitch for him thinking about that era because it was Paul running the ship and it was Paul Gicks. keeping the fucking lights on it. was Paul. Yeah. Even when we go back and listen to the gene stuff, I like it much better now than I did then. But in the eighties, all yes. I cared about was Paul. It's yeah 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 more specifically paul and desmond child is like fuck this is going to be awesome i don't <laughs> even know i don't have to listen to it like let's yep. put the x and sex i love it already i don't yes. even care hmm. i love it love you it. know
2: so what's this go ahead chris i'm sorry go, go ahead tom no, no, i was just gonna say what, what are you looking at are you, are you looking at us without the given of the, the song titles away? are you looking at a similar set list as creatures fest like 10 yeah. 12 15 songs or like do you have any like do you have a plan for that obviously or what you guys are going to be doing
4: we do. It's it's pretty much the similar one as Creatures Fest. I think the okay. only song that we ever ever learned that we didn't really feel was Tears Are Falling. Okay. Kiss, Kiss can play that and it works. For us playing it, it's very mid mid tempo, mid level. And I remember I remember halfway through the song singing it going, I don't like this. I don't like singing it and I don't think the people really care. It doesn't have the fucking fire that those other ones do. Mm-hmm. Um we would probably like to add a couple more songs but just to think we we're not, you know, I did a thing called metal allegiance once where all of these great musicians showed up at NAMM and we put mm-hmm. together a set list and said, so we're do Rooters, Re- Murders in the room and we'll do crazy train and we'll do peace uh, cells and we'll do Riff riffraff and blah, 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 And then you get on stage and realize that like, no one really knows how the song goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're doing like, oh, yeah. new number of the beast. And it's like, It's not really right. And and, and as a matter of fact, Charlie Benante and I were like, we're never doing this again. It's because you've got to rehearse. You've got to rehearse to get – they deserve to be played right. And especially for us, we're musicians that we take pride in being in a great rock and roll band, PG's and five of them. This has to be great. So mm -hmm. if we're going to delve into a new song, we're going to have to have rehearsal before. And we've been pretty lucky so far – not lucky, pretty smart so far – to do a rehearsal before every show. We can't do that this time because I have dynamite on a Wednesday. I think Thursday is the first gig in Pittsburgh, right, PJ? So yep. we don't really have time to rehearse something new. I think we're going to do our best to rehearse the songs that we have to uh, during our VIP sound check, you know, and, and and work on those ones. Because like I said, these are not easy songs. I know we're going to have to work on Thou Shall Not. I know we're going to have to work on Love's a Deadly Weapon. Those are always sticking points for us, right, PJ?
1: Yeah, you know what? Hey, let's be men about this. We've had, what, three shows already under our belt now and <laughs> maybe two or three rehearsals. I think the the band, as it is, has played together once as the full unit. I mean, you're right, Creature's Fest, let, right? Yeah, Let's get some muscle memory here already. <laughs> <laughs> you're
4: right, because the first Jericho Fest, Charlie wasn't in the band yet, right? Right. The first cruise, that's when we got Charlie because Joe couldn't go. Joe did the cruise, Didn't do the cruise and then we did uh, the second did we do the second Jericho party. Did we do that that time you weren't yes. no you did Creatures
0: there. Fest next and and yeah. that was the only okay. time and okay. then the you time, did your right. and then you did your your cruise with uh yeah, without Ken. You did it with Joey. Right?
1: Yes. So we've only played we've only played together once. And we Chris, only had four Chris. gigs, right? Yeah, <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris following up, balls. following
2: up real quick on the tears of fallen thing. It's not just you in quarantine that weren't feeling it. I'll tell you right now. I know there was a couple shows that Zeus and I have seen on the end of the road. When Kiss plays it, it, it falls flat for me. And I love the I love the song. Um yeah. We we love. I love. You know, we're we're fans of Tommy Thayer. We're not going to get into the whole Ace Tommy thing,
4: but even the even when Tommy tries to do the solo, it falls flat. I'll tell you what the problem is. They they need to play that song the way they played it in 1985. Yeah, it has to go. They play it it way too slow. Kisses those. It's the same thing with Alive. Kiss Alive. Those songs are better because they play them faster. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the song that we're working on right now. We sped it up, I think about 20, 20.
1: No, not not much. No, just a
4: couple. Just we like we sped it three. up a little bit. It's like this really? yeah. a little bit more jump to it. Okay. And yeah. it sounds really killer. It's a great tune. Okay. But it just needed a little bit more, a little bit more fucking fire, a little yeah. bit more kick. So we sped yeah. it up a bit, which was a trick that Kiss used in the 80s. Like we've talked about it before. You watch Kiss Animalize mm-hmm. Uncensored. Holy fuck. Lick It Up is practically speed metal. I didn't. I, I I
2: said to Zeus when we when, when we were talking about the Poughkeepsie off the soundboard, I told him I said I think that's the my favorite version of "Lick It Up" I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, it it sounds yeah, badass. Yeah. It's it's up it's upbeat, it's fast, it's aggressive. It's like it's way better than the than when they play it like at studio tempo. It
1: yeah. worked for some. So- it worked for some songs definitely, and it hurt a few others. Oh,
2: I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you know it's, it's so,
4: kiss has always had that vibe so um and when you mentioned tears are falling like you said it, it probably could use a little bit of jump to it but yeah either way i think our set list is pretty killer i like all the, we do four songs from revenge maybe five mm-hmm. like okay. it's, yeah. it's very revenge heavy it's also very asylum heavy i've noticed i think mm-hmm. there's those two albums make up the lion's share of what we're doing um which is okay by me because all the songs pop like yeah. all night is fun oh yeah um you know, it just everything, everything that we do is just has a good vibe to it, which I think once again, if you come to the show and don't know any of the songs, you're still going to have your head bobbing. And, mm. you know, I think people know what they're going to get when they come to this gig. You know, it's not freaking mm-hmm. uh, a dream theater, Prague keyboard <laughs> rock. And it's not, you know, it's not the weekend. Uh, nah, 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 nah. It's it's fucking balls out, rock and roll. It's a lot of screams, a lot of solos. It's yeah, a fucking rock and roll party. Oh, yeah. Yep. All
0: right. So, Chris, I got a question. When will the single? I got single, a question for you. <laughs> when will the single be out? Like, will um, it be out before the concert? So when you play it at the concert, we', we people will pl- figure it out. That's going to be the yeah, single.
4: No, we won't sure. be playing at the concert because we don't have time to rehearse it. Um, gotcha. Okay, I just have okay. to get in the studio. I just had a pretty long work uh, work marathon, so I think in, I think maybe in a week or so uh, I'll look at a time to get in there and do it. We also have another Fozzie single that we're working on too right now, so nice. that's another thing you don't want to release. A, a Fozzie single and a quarantine at the same time. So but it's good to have them both in the can. So when we can release it, we'll be ready. Uh it's time. I think I think Silver Spoon was gosh a year and a half ago maybe it was it was a while ago.
1: Really that, that long ago? No, yeah. it was, what, no it was we did it right before right before uh creatures. Yeah fest yeah we did the out, video right? at
4: creatures fest that's right yeah. so yeah, about yeah. a year ago. So it's time. And yeah. like and like you guys said this is not a, a full time yeah. you gotta have this. Thing. this is a fun thing we're gonna continue to do it forever no reason not to we'll keep putting out music. There's so many songs that you can do from this catalog. So many great songs you could do. I can think of probably 20 that I would like to do right now that don't even have videos for them. Maybe one yeah. or two might, but you know, so there's a lot of stuff that we can do. Um, so we're just going to take our time. And, and when we all have uh, the right time frame, we'll release a song. And when we have the right opening our schedule, we'll do some gigs as long as people want to want to see us. Now, a couple of things.
0: One, you also got to remind people now that you're uh, also a leading man actor.
4: Is that correct? Ah, yes. Country Hearts. It's, tell it's actually us, tell co- people actually, about it. It's called Country Hide Your Hearts, and it's about <laughs> it's about uh, Tito, who's king of the <laughs> streets. <laughs> and you're playing Tito. I play. I play. I play Rosa. Okay, oh, it's, it's, it's a forward-thinking uh, yes, movie. Nice. No, I got. I, I, I've kind of had a, a little bit of a role lately in getting offers to do pictures and this <laughs> is for like uh it's for uh, like a, a Hallmark channel up tv it's called it's called yep. Country Hearts and I play Bones who is a Bones ex- Bones he's an ex rock star who got addicted to drugs and alcohol walked away from the business so now he's opening up a horse uh, breeding farm and trying to guide his t- his his young daughters who are trying to make it in country music so, Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, drama ensues.
2: Is there going to be? Are you doing the soundtrack for the movie? <laughs> I'm not, but uh, there,
4: there, there's Country Hearts, and then because it's a Hallmark type thing, there's a Country Hearts Christmas. Oh, oh <laughs> of course there is. Of there course there is. is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun to do that sort of Good. stuff, and Good. you know, wrestling is pretty much acting, and so is singing. To be a front man, you got to yeah. play a part, yeah. you got to play a role yeah. on stage, yeah. and that role is rock and roll. Um, so uh, yeah, so it's it's just kind of a, a a fun addition to to my career that I've kind of always had an interest in, and I'll keep doing those as, as much as I can.
0: And no stopping for wrestling anytime soon. <laughs>
4: No, there's no reason to. I mean, I still feel great. I'm still contributing at a high level and good. still, still, you know, earning my keep, shall we say. Good. So there's really no reason to stop, man. It's, it's, it's. You know, the the coolest thing is that there's so many projects that are working. I mean, Fozzie's doing so good, as PJ can attest to. So we've got a lot of big things coming up with the band. We got our biggest show in Fozzie history in London. Uh, nice. on August yes. 25th. Yes. A, yes. A, a, the forum. Awesome. So yeah, man, it's, it's it's a good time, and that's why I think it's good to do these quarantine gigs now, where we all have a hole in our schedule, kind of uh, get that uh, get that rush from that, and we can continue. From and you there.
0: got the Wembley thing coming up too for AEW. Yep. Yeah, I,
4: Wembley for AEW. Which is-
0: fucking amazing
4: good we've, job. Sold, we've we've thank you we've sold more tickets for it already that's than, insane than, than, than live aid sold wow
2: <laughs> that's that's awesome dude yeah. and it's they were pretty cool. and
0: people there were some doubters out there and you fucking uh, yeah. you put you put up and you're and you just shut them all the fuck up great job
4: man that's yeah awesome. man like i said it's some good stuff going on so uh good and Guys I got the- to, and I got to be in shout out loud cast for the Oh 19th yeah <laughs> and he said the
0: name correctly Paul. He
4: said the name correctly there you <laughs> well, go usually say shout he, it out he, loud Oh
2: yeah. right just That's shout it out okay. loud Uh, plus it also plus plus, plus it also annoys Zeus when people call it the shouted out loud cast (laughs) (laughs) the kiss the The scorpions I've listened to
0: the (laughs) shouted out loud cast
2: PJ Farley, Chris Jericho quarantine, Fozzie, Trickster all that stuff, you guys are the best, thanks we love having you guys on, we could talk forever um zeus zeus says uh one final thing he wants to say before we say goodbye to you guys but we wish you luck hopefully maybe there'll be some add-on shows or something i don't know i'm not going to make any promises to our listeners but we wish you guys we w- 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 wish you guys all the best of luck on the, you know, the little
4: quarantine mini tour as of now yeah. june 29th in pittsburgh at jurgles june 30th at king of hearts in columbus and july 1st outside of Dayton, franklin ohio jd legends that's the awesome. place we're going to quarantine.com that's quarantine with a k awesome good luck uh, guys
1: to get to get in to get in shape for those shows, I'm going to sit down here by the pool and do the Paul Stanley workout. You guys are welcome to come join me. <laughs> can we watch? Yeah, PJ. If,
4: if you go swimming, gonna... can we have an underwater camera to see you going like
1: this? <laughs> awesome. I'll live stream it.
4: Thanks, guys. Guys, good Thank luck.
1: guys. All right.
0: Tom, Chris and PJ, once again, always a fun
2: time. Oh, They're a blast. And, of course, Chris gets little bunged up because i identified pj as great pj and (laughs) i didn't call him great i'm sorry chris
0: (laughs) yes yes and uh once again they always uh uh do give us some nice little info chris doesn't hold back uh not a big fan of the shania twain is he
2: (laughs) oh no no no
0: yikes and uh, you know, going over the Kiss catalog, talking about the songs, how they come up with where they what they're going to play, and the, the surprises they probably have in store for everybody. Look, if you're in the Midwest, you can't be a Kiss fan and miss this. You guys have to go. And if anything, we want to see videos. We want to see you guys uh, have a good time. And really, uh, I think that those guys will uh, will knock your socks off seriously there's nothing that chris jericho does that's half ass nothing i've seen him in all different incarnations i've seen him in the ring i've seen him for fozzy i've seen him for quarantine he's just full of energy and he's just an entertainer
2: and uh pj is just awesome as well yeah, it's always great talking to them. Not just about quarantine, but just Kiss in general, you know. We obviously we talked about the Vegas weekend and and how we hooked up with them and you know, Chris brought up some funny points. He's like, you know, bef- I think we started talking about the when we had Russell Peters on and just how a Kiss brings everybody together and and uh, Jericho was like, you know, did you ever think that before you started this Kiss podcast that you, Zeus, me, PJ, and Charlie Bonante would be sitting together talking about Godfather and Goodfellas. And if you guys missed that episode of Chris's podcast, check that out. But he's right; it just it brings everybody together. It's like, oh shit, you like Kiss? Let's hang out. It's just it's it's awesome, and you guys I, know I, that.
0: I can still remember when we were talking about. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I think we might be able to get Chris Jericho, and we're not getting Chris Jericho on our show. I'm like, I don't know.
2: And you do a good imp you do a good impersonation of me. <laughs> Dude, that that was the calm tom. <laughs> wait what are you talking about what are you talking about the
0: other one was would be like like annoyed calm in college tom <laughs> come What's on God, like if we're like dude hold on i gotta go grab one more thing for my room what the fuck let's go i with well, the car's waiting fucking i'm out of here you can fuck it like, you I, do like I do that now patience i do that now just you just get up and you start doing that fast walk
2: which is why which is why the story of my dad losing his shit on you on the airport to Cancun is just so perfect cuz now you get to see the source of it all <laughs> but it's so perfect cuz you defended me too. I was surprised you didn't jump on too.
0: He's well, I, right, no, you know. Because,
2: well, no, actually, when I wasn't, wasn't that I was defending you? It's more that I was like being like, Dad, don't yell at my friend. <laughs> like, but my my, I mean, God rest his soul. Yeah. My dad loved my dad loved you guys. He loved yeah, he loved course. hearing about college.
0: Dude, I don't blame him. I was fucking. I forgot my passport on the way to leave to the airport. <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> of course. Uh, anyway, anyways, but great time with the guys. And, uh, Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week.
2: Yes, we do. Uh, so this one, it's been in the bank for a while, and we've probably kind of touched on this over the over the years here. I mean, we've been doing the show for a long time, uh, and I know we always joke about welcome new listeners, but we do we do have new listeners, thankfully. So sometimes you like to revisit topics that we may have touched on in the past. This one comes from regular Ron. On Twitter <laughs> and he regular on. And he sent this to us a while ago. And I know we've is talked about this. Irregular on certain times <laughs> of the month? I <laughs> don't know if he's shit in a box or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> uh but his question is simply this and I think we've touched on this before. If Kiss Unplugged with Ace and Peter didn't happen, what was next for KISS?
0: Hiatus. Okay after the convention tour. And I think they would just be Gene doing his movie things, Paul doing some solo club acts, and then waiting for the right time to connect again and get back on the tour. Like the monsters of rock
2: people now, and they would be headlining the monsters of rock cruise. I don't know. You took my, you stole my answer. I was going to say they probably would have, tried to continue to to hang with the times. Maybe maybe kind of backed off a little bit of the Carnival of Souls sound, which I personally like. Um, I think they would have tried to stay competitive because that's that's Paul and Gene. They they don't they're not going to give up. So I think they would have continued to record albums that maybe the diehards like us would have would have got. And they have a big enough base that they could still do enough to tour. Absolutely, they like, yes.
0: It wasn't the wingers and all them like. Fuck it. You guys are dead in the water. The label wants nothing to do with you. You guys are all gone. The other aspect of this, the grunge bands, they loved Kiss.
2: Yeah, they did. They all did. did.
0: So they were still like cool.
2: Yeah, I think they would have been. I don't know if they would have been able to headline. They probably would have been able to headline, but they would have been really, really downsizing the venues. Um, And and to be honest with you, and I, I know we take shots at Monsters of Rock all the time. I get that. Kiss is at that time. If, the, if there was Monsters of Rock back then, I don't even know if there was. The kiss was too big for Monsters of Rock. I'm sorry. They were just too no, big. No, but I look at it as like an Alice Cooper headline that a while okay.
0: back. Okay. You know. Yeah. By the way, yeah. can I just throw one thing out there? Throw I'm anything you t- want. And I've seen it, and I don't know who the hell has done it, but I've seen it enough a few times that I want to bitch about it. Do it. There's enough people out there that'll be like, oh, fucking kiss is so toxic. Alice Cooper. You know, he's so awesome. He's this Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper. Then fucking go. I don't know what the fuck I'm listening to or looking at, but I'm tired of the. You can like him and say he's good and stuff. Give me a fucking break that Alice Cooper is in Kisses League. I'm sorry.
2: No, I agree. Well, here's the I'm not even going to touch that because we, we saw Alice Cooper when he ace freely opened up for Alice. We saw him like, yeah, all right, whatever. This toxic shit. You know why? You know what? I'm not now. I'm, I'm not. I, I guess this is going to sound like I'm defending the toxicity of kiss fans. The reason it's quote unquote toxic is because the fan base is fucking massive and absolutely passionate out of their minds. No offense. No one gives a fuck about Alice Cooper. They like him. They see him in concert. He's he a headlines. nice guy. I he's like a nice him guy. personally. He's, 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 a, he's awesome. a nice. He's a nice guy. But there's nothing controversial. There's nothing passionate about him. You like ta- you like Alice Cooper? Great. You go see him. He headlines Monsters yeah, Rock. Great just... fun show. But that's it. That's he's it. And mean, there's, there's nothing a new wrong album with that.
0: coming out. And, and, and oh, I can't wait. Oh, uh, let me t- let me t- l- tell let me l- tell let me l- tell you right now. I'm fuck, dude. Congratulations.
2: Personally speaking, I am in some Metallica t- groups t- on l- Facebook. And breaking news. Kiss ain't the only toxic fan base. You yeah. oh the Metallica hasn't done anything since Master of Puppets. Oh, <laughs> Cliff Burton's the greatest bass player. I can't believe you guys like Lode, the black album they sold out. Oh, this new album, 72 seasons, was bullshit. Dude, it's <laughs> every big band that's been around for a long time that has a huge discography has toxicity to it. It's part of it. You yeah. either deal is with Jeff- it and laugh at it or you move on.
0: But the that's funny it. thing is. Everyone always goes back to Kiss.
2: Always.
0: Oh, you know, Alice Cooper and this band and this band. I don't get it. I don't nope. get it. You can like both. Yep. But you don't have to take the shots to be like, it's the whole, uh, this is a local thing. It's the whole Felger type shit oh, mentality yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of music. Yep. And that is a, that's a sports guy that always thinks he's, he's the dope. only one who knows. And the yep. rest of the fans and listeners are all
2: fucking sheep. You're but all, I'm stu- the only you're one all yeah. tell you
0: how it is. Okay. you're all
2: you're all stupid little minions that I know better than you.
0: Exactly. And that's yeah. the logic that goes in it. But I need the conversation. So here's a kiss thing.
2: Yep. It's true. It's true. It's but yeah, that's a that, that's a good that's that's I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad yeah, you brought that up. I
0: know I've just been seeing a lot of the Alice Cooper shit. And okay, you enjoy it so, but why do you have to enjoy it and then make a comment about KISS?
2: I mean, let's be serious, and again I This is this is I'm smarter. I'm better than you. Yeah, this is my opinion here. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't say this is my opinion. Somebody yelled at me one time for saying that (laughs) (laughs) you're not allowed to have opinion. I mean, if you've listened to Alice Cooper, I mean, if if he wasn't doing theatrical stuff like Kiss, no offense, he's just like a classic rock guy. Like, he's not his music isn't bad, but it's not like. I'm sorry. The guy comes out of a castle with makeup and a fucking sword. That's great. That's cool. We love kiss for doing the same thing, but just because he looks and does stuff the way kiss does, the music is not, I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah. It's just, there's too much of, I, I
0: sometimes, you know, I feel like we can shit on Kiss, but nobody <laughs> yeah. else can. And uh yeah, I guess it's a little bit of that. I got defensive because I just see a lot of, And it's not one. It's a lot of people. But when they use the praise of Alice Cooper, it's always meant to be a shot at Kiss. Like, he doesn't have toxic fans. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, fucking good Lord. Whatever. I agree. I agree. All right,
2: Tom, tell people where they can find us, buddy. Uh, we always tell people, start with our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Go there. You can get all of our episodes, all the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, album review, cruise, Zeppelin Chronicles, dorm damage, rankings, everything. You can message us directly from there. Uh, you can comment individually on specific episodes, which is great. Uh, you can click on links for our Amazon uh, shopping store, our merch, which has been updated with some awesome new shirts, courtesy of our buddy Trotsky, Jeff Trott. Uh, links there for all of our social media, our Patreon, it's all that stuff. So please go to the website. That's where you can get started. Uh, you can also use our old fashioned email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. We read all the emails. We try to get to most of them during the show, but as you can tell, we try to cut back on feedback to get to the topic at hand. Uh, but so please check out our email and of course our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active. Please send us. Pictures, if you're doing something KISS-related or shout-out Loudcast-related, tag us. We love that stuff. We want to keep the family and the community growing, so we love that. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, our wonderful Patreon family and special shout-out to the newest cat man Tim Coffee. Huge thanks to you. We appreciate that to everybody else. And we also always like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Music Network.
0: Apparently, our Pantheon Network won some sort of award. Maybe if I gave a fuck, I would look it up and see what it was, but uh, we, I don't know. We won some sort of award for that basic show.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, Tom, people can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also give us one of those five-star child reviews. Please go on and do that at Apple Podcasts, and then when you do, Let us know your name, if it was you, so that we can definitely give you a shout-out, because we always read those. So anywhere you can give a five-star review to shout-out Loudcast, we'd really appreciate it. Stop what you're doing, do it now. Get it over with, right? So the other thing is, once again, some little house-cleaning items. Uh, Intern, if anybody has any uh, ability to help with videos and stuff, we got something coming up uh, we're looking for somebody who can help us out with that. We had a couple people in the past. I just got to find the emails who can do it, but let us yeah. know.
2: Yeah, because we do actually have like a legitimate project that we could use some help with. Um, so if anybody has some interest in some kind of editing video type stuff, uh, nothing yeah. super complicated, but p- please reach out to us and uh, we'd, we'd love to, to kind of talk to you about that.
0: Yeah, and also, uh, if anybody's interested, because we've had a couple people in the past, but eh, it didn't really work, didn't make sense for it to work. But uh, if you're interested in advertising, yes, not tax season, so our buddy, the tax season, uh, the tax man, Anthony Barone, he'll be around next, uh, next year as well. Yep. But anybody else that's interested in doing a sponsorship for either a question of the week or the beginning or any other part of the show, Talk to us and we'll let you know what we can work out together. All right. And then finally, I always want to talk about the website shout it out loudcast.com. Shout it out loudcast.com. I put up our recent merch. Again, we're with Amazon. So if you go to our, uh, our website, ShoutOutLoudcast.com, loudcast.com, you'll see the Amazon link or you'll go to our merch link. Um, people are liking the designs, they're all done by the great Jeff Trott. Yes. And uh, he's got some good ones out there and take a look. I'm sure you'll like a bunch of stuff there. Oh, we got the pandemic Paul Paul's bike. Uh, Peace out girl scout. And he's got a couple other ones coming down the pipe. Yeah. But we'll let you know when the new ones come out, but always check out our website and check out our Amazon store. You get all that stuff. Our merch right from our website and our email. In case you want to ask us a question or something about the show. Shout out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout out loudcast at gmail.com.
2: And I failed to mention it after I read the question of the week, but please fire off questions. If you don't want other people to see them, you can send them privately uh, via email or via DM. Uh, it's start getting those questions in here because our mailbag episode that we do every year, annually, usually around the end of the summer, early fall, uh, if you can believe it, July's almost here. So we're going to be looking to do our mailbag episode. So get those questions in, please.
0: Yeah. Tom, what we like to do is end on famous last words. You got any? Oh, I do.
2: What's mine is mine. And yours is mine. Baby, just sign on the dotted line. You've got nine lives like an alley cat. Just stick with me and I'll show you where it's at. Like sugar to
0: a baby. Yeah. You got something you could use. Make you an offer, baby. You can't refuse. Nice. PJ Farley, Chris Jericho, Tom. Kiss Army
2: loudcasters. Thank you. Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, the guys from quarantine, check them out, please. Those guys rock. Uh, and everybody else out there, our patrons, our loudcasters, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout.
3: You ever seen a grown man naked?